All right, hey folks, and welcome aboard. Brand new, what is sure to be a busy Newsweek Monday night edition Philip Ward show. It is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast. We are back broadcasting again from the Empire State right here in New York. And folks, there was the New York Post front page over the weekend on Saturday. Quote, Red Wave. Zeldin and Hochul, we like to refer to as Kathy Jokel on the program, now tied in race for governor. Folks, that is a monumental headline, and we have polling as well. Now, I've repeatedly said on this program, you really can't believe the polling. So when you have a poll that comes out that shows that it is a dead heat, that it's a tie right now between a... Any Republican at all looking to become statewide elected here in the state of New York, when you have that, folks, you know that it is a bad time politically for the Democratic Party. By the way, today is the 952nd day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 818 days left for every single one of us to endure. So I read on this program a few, uh, uh, I believe it was last week, maybe the week before, who even knows anymore, the day's just, the day's just going by. They, they come and they go so quick now, especially when we're in election season, especially when we have 15 days left to go before one of the most consequential, most massive midterm elections that this country maybe is ever going to face. But it was David Marcus, who's a more conservative leaning uh, based out of New York, I believe Brooklyn in particular, New York writer. And he pointed out, he, he wrote a piece basically saying that Lee Zeldin, he was the one making the prediction that Lee Zeldin is going to become governor here in the state of New York. Now I want I am I'm wanting to be as optimistic as I possibly can be about this. Now when we have polling indicating and there's and as the New York Post uh, writes the story, quote Lee Zeldin inches past Kathy Jokel in dead heat governor's race. Stunning new poll reveals the independent coefficient survey of a thousand. Now see, here's the part right here. You have this poll and you got Lee Zeldin winning. That's great in my eyes. But you only have 1,056 likely voters. Here's, here's another trouble, troubling thing that I have, an, an, an issue, I guess I would call it, that I have with the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media, particularly in the t on the topic of polling. They never really, they, they show you on the bottom of the screen, but they never tell you how many voters were put into this poll. They, they don't tell you, you really got to dive deep into it. And, and I would argue that, the, that most Americans, they just plain don't have the time to go through all of that nonsense. Now, a guy like me who is all about this stuff, and you know maybe it's sad that I read all this stuff, but I got to dive into it. And I always think that it's a big issue. I really do. But in this particular poll, and by the way, margin of error for the survey is plus or minus uh, 3.31 percentage points. So it's not like it's, uh, Lee Zeldin is gonna, you know, blow Kathy Jokel out of the water and 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 become governor of uh, New York in, in in dominant fashion. I'm not saying that at all. But this poll here indicating Zeldin with 45.6 percent support, Kathy Hochul at 45.3 percent. I mean, 
that folks like i say make no mistake about it there's a reason that i'm harping on about this this anytime a republican has a lead over a democrat statewide in a state like new york that is huge whether it's by 0.3 percentage points or not because again the, the democrats get oversampled for these polls the 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 democrats overwhelmingly will take these polls i i don't know many republicans or conservatives that ever do polling and a lot of people that are out there given right now what's going on with the biden gestapo formerly known as the fbi i think that there's a lot of conservatives particularly trump supporters that are out there that are not going to give a accurate information uh, as to who they're voting for on these polls and b they might not even want to do the polling at all there's always that silent majority that is out there that's something that donald trump really hit on very well in 2016 um quote significantly this is the first poll showing zeldin who has run a campaign focusing on law and order amid a crime surge running by the way he should also run on biden inflation he should also run and now uh, you know new york state in a border state but new york state is getting it there are illegal aliens that are getting bust here um and and you know courtesy of the uh the governor of texas uh greg abbott by the way the governor of florida ron DeSantis, had a phenomenal showing tonight in his debate with charlie christ i really you know i i, I try to not get overconfident but i think ron DeSantis is going to uh be, have a second term as governor i think in overwhelming like in a very dominant fashion i really do. i don't think charlie chris is going to come even close to to ron DeSantis. but again i don't want to get overconfident i don't want to you know count uh if, i don't even want to give you analogies or anything right now i just don't want to get uh too confident on um uh, the governor of florida ron DeSantis. but anyway so here in new york state though Quote, the race has been tightening over the last few weeks, and it appears that it is now a dead heat. The shift has been led by predominantly white and Hispanic registered Democrats defecting to support Zeldin, the Republican candidate. That's what pollster Ryan Muntz said. Quote, with a, now this is a pretty big statement to put out there. With a little under three weeks to go, we still expect to see measurable movement in the statewide electorate and if the trend continues listen to this new york could have its first republican governor since 2006 folks that is a huge statement to make i believe that a lot of that is on the back not only of, of, of border security uh well i should just say particularly security crime the economy i think people are sick and tired of biden inflation i think they're sick and tired of paying record high prices for gas i think they're tired of every single policy that the democratic party has put forward because it, it's as plain as day americans simply cannot afford the biden administration this is an administration now that is focused on making sure that rich liberal democratic elitists are safe and sound they don't care about average americans who just go out every single day they go to work they just want to feed their families they just want to put food on the table they just want to make sure that their that their kids have a future which by the way that they're not indoctrinated when it comes to education that they get a good solid education and then they build a, you know a, a platform and a foundation for them to go on and achieve good things in this country you know despite what the democratic party is going to tell you america is still the country with the most amount of opportunity the 
most amount of freedom, the most amount of, of, of if you wanna, if you wanna go out there and do something, you can do it. There is so much liberty that is afforded to Americans that I think a lot of the times we actually take that for granted. And it, and, and it, at times it can be sad, but then we reminisce and then you think about it and you got the Democratic Party now who wants to destroy the hopes and dreams of Americans. I mean, it literally breaks your heart. And at the very tip top of that, and, and I've heard a lot of people say before that they're that they're, when it comes to Joe Unity Biden, that they're, oh, it's it's kind of sad what they put him through. Folks, I want to give you, uh, and this was in Fox News, I want to give you examples as to why nobody at all should feel bad about Joe Unity Biden. Because this guy here, he know, he by the way, no one should know Joe Unity Biden better than himself, or you better say doctor, Dr. Joe Biden. Because if he cognitively, physically, mentally is unfit to be president why is it that we are still going through this why is it that americans still have to put up with someone who physically cannot complete the duties and jobs that you have to do to be president of the united states he gave this interview with msdnc and it was just so there was part of uh the interview that ran there was like clips and snippets that came out on friday and, you know, I remember talking about on the program, uh, Jonathan Capehart is the guy's name. Like I said on Friday, really doesn't matter. And he goes, so are you are you going to be running in 2024? He goes, is is Dr. Is Dr. Biden for it? And Joe just like, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like he just fell asleep. It's like he just, his brain just shut off. Even the guy, Capehart has to go, uh, uh, Mr. President, and he's like, oh, oh, he's like, Doctor, Doctor Biden thinks that that we're doing something very important, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't walk away from it. And it's like, okay, Joe, you literally just conked out for a second there. Um, but then they ran more of the interview, and Joe referred. So he asks about Kamala Harris, and he says, "quote She is, she has a backbone." like a ramrod now by the way this is something that joe unibine has said before he, he referred in uh 2011 said that barack hussein obama quote has a backbone like a ramrod i really don't know where he got that from but it's just something that joe you know t says over and over and over again then we got to a part of the interview where joe just says he could collapse and die tomorrow now, I want to play you this audio, and I want you to listen to this and really think, does this guy sound like he is still there, like he knows what's going on anymore? And it, it, just listen to how weird it is, the way that Joe you know, it answers this question. Trump doesn't run again. Convince Aunt Gloria that she should stick with you. Well, I think Aunt Gloria should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. But I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. You know, am I slowing up? Am Ooh. I don't have the same pace? I don't know if that's the best idea. Know, uh, and that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. No one you know, says I, that. You know, it could be, I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a 
deceased tomorrow. I huh? Can, you know, drop dead tomorrow. What? But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how much I'm able to do, not much. I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing? And if they think I do and I can do it, then that's fine. If they don't, then they should vote against me. Yeah. Vote against me should encourage me not to go. But that's not how I feel. I can't even say the And he's grabbing him. As he says that, folks, as Joe says that, he just starts grabbing this guy. Look at me. Look at my energy levels. And if you don't think that I'm there, well, then vote against me. Well, really, Joe? Because that would be just about the whole country. Because your energy levels clearly aren't up to par. You, my friend are not up to par. You are the person that is destroying this country. And if it's someone else who's running the country behind the scenes, i.e. Barack Hussein Obama, why don't you come out and say something, Joe, instead of making yourself look like an old, stupid buffoon? He looks like an old fool. Anytime he even attempts to give a speech, he makes himself look like an idiot. Look at my energy levels. I could drop dead tomorrow. What? Huh? That's the, the President of the United States saying, ah, I, I don't know, maybe tomorrow might be my last day on Earth. Who even knows? Maybe I'll get a disease and just die. What? I mean, what kind of politician talks like this? Let alone the Commander-in-Chief, let alone the leader of the free world, let alone Mr. Joe Unity Biden, 81 million votes. And by the way, Joe has, now this was a friendly interview. This was MSTNC softball questions. Joe has a history, and this came out uh, earlier this morning in Fox News. Quote, Biden's history of berating, scolding, and insulting reporters. By the way, look no further than Peter Ducey of Fox News. Remember when he was caught on the hot mic calling Joe, uh, calling Peter Ducey a, quote, stupid son of a you-know-what? that that was just fine when joe said that this is all and joe with his history remember he was doing an interview so well if you don't you if you don't know whether you're for me or for trump well then you ain't black like excuse me what joe and then he gets on he said well i'm sorry i was i was just being a wise guy you know remember when uh just just last week he said count kid count you gotta count like what joe what are you talking about read Read, man, read. You know, it, 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 repeatedly, if you ask Joe a tough question, he's going to snap back at you. Or he's like, what, come on, man. What are you, a junkie? Oh, that was that was real nice, wasn't it? Says, uh, I know you're going to go after me no matter what. And it's okay. It's good. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I noticed you didn't ask me why I'm ahead in all the polls still. I noticed you didn't ask me how I feel about the new CNN poll. But he was saying to uh, Peter Ducey, this was back in August of 2019, um, he even uh, snapped on Propaganda News CNN reporter Caitlin Collins. He was saying, you don't even know how to do your job. Now, what's interesting with all of that is, remember Joe said this, and this is an exact quote. I'm not joking when I say this. If you're ever working with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect or talk down to someone, I promise you, I will fire you on the spot. Oh, really? Really? So you think uh, you think Joe treating someone with disrespect? You think maybe calling him a stupid son of a you know what? I think that's sort of disrespectful. No ifs, ands, or buts. 
Everybody is entitled to be treated with decency and dignity. Well, I ask you again, do you think that Joe treats conservatives with decency and dignity? I mean, look at the way he treats the American people. We got to deal with Biden inflation. We got to deal with a failing United States economy. We have to deal with record high gas prices. And make no mistake, as soon as the election is over, 15 days, you watch how quick gas prices shoot back up, especially if the Democrats lose, because the Democrats will be more ticked off than they already are. You know, you got a president and administration that wages a war on oil and gas when a country that runs on oil and gas. I heard um, uh, the Arizona uh, Senate candidate Blake Masters earlier pointing out that this is an administration that, that, that's been saying all this, but it's put policies forward that eliminate, that the goal of it is to eliminate oil and gas from the country. What do you think is going to happen? No wonder we have record high gas prices. And it says, oh, well, they're going down. Oh, Really? Because they're still $2 higher than when the Joe U.D. Biden administration started this this, this disastrous uh, regime. Um, it was, oh, oh, by the way, let me just point out a happy birthday to the vice president, Kamala Harris. Or as Joe Unity Biden said earlier today, happy birthday to a great president. We know your mom is always with you. And then joked about her being 30. Oh, really? She's 58. Um, and again, notice he, he continued. And by the way, it wasn't me that made a mistake there. It was Joe Unity Biden. That's his exact quote. Happy birthday to, to a great president. Well, again, he's calling Kamala Harris president. And it, he's done it repeatedly. Um, you even have, It's so bad now for Joe Unity Biden. And again, as the Hill pointed out, um, quote, Biden is viewed as a drag on the Democratic uh, Party's midterm hopes. You know, you had Nancy Pelosi as well saying, oh, they're inflation. I always talk about inflation. We got to change the topic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it's the number one issue that Americans are dealing with. Number one thing that's going to be on their minds when they go to the poll. And the Democrats are failing the American people when it comes to Biden inflation. You got the Democratic strategist who said, it's all about the economy. And at the end of the day, everything's more expensive than it was a year ago. Retirement accounts are plummeting. Gas prices are lower, but they're inching up again. President Biden's in charge, so of course people are going to point to him unfairly or not. Well, even the Washington Compost earlier today, listen to this headline. Biden hasn't helped the economy. He's made it worse. I mean, it, it, that's from the Washington Compost. <laughs> Tell you what, if, if you're the Democratic Party and you're dealing with headlines like this, polling in New York State that's showing that there's a Republican ahead statewide, that's bad news for the Democratic Party. Uh, you've, late on Friday night, we had the new uh, border numbers come out. By the way, a, a Friday night news dump this happened. Quote, September migrant encounters hit record high. 20 suspected terrorists arrested. This number, listen to this number now, 98 terror watch lists arrests at the southern border in fiscal year 2022. And this is on top of 2.3 million illegal aliens coming to the country in 2022. That was on top of the already 2 million that we had uh, from last year. So, I mean, it, it, this is what we have to deal with now. This is what the American people are having to deal with. Millions and millions and millions of illegal aliens flooding into our country because Joe Unity Biden and Kamala Harris are all about open borders. And it, there's a reason I say that this disastrous administration. 
Um, you also uh, have Chris Magnus, who's a CBP commissioner, says, quote, while falling regimes in Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua continue to drive a new wave of migration across the Western Hemisphere, the number of Venezuelans arriving at the southern border decreased sharply nearly every day since we launched additional joint actions with Mexico to reduce irregular migration, create a more fair, orderly, and safe process for people fleeing the humanitarian economic crisis in their country. Well, I tell you what, maybe, it, is that a good thing? Maybe, but I tell you what, we're still getting over millions and millions of illegal aliens flooding into our country. So, I mean, he, they, they can try and, you know, and, and I feel bad for CBP officers that have to deal with all of this every single day of their lives. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's the Biden administration that, that is allowing all of this to happen. I would say supporting it. I would say even cheering it on. Um, now, if you had a real leader, like, I don't know, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, then maybe things like this wouldn't happen. You had Donald Trump in office. We definitely didn't have things like this. Um, now, uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, was debating Charlie Crist earlier, and, I mean, he just hammered him. It, it, it wasn't even close. He said this after Hurricane Ian came around. We were able to get, in record time, uh, efficient, uh, effective, thousands of rescues, get the power back on for millions of people in record time. He says, you know what Charlie Chris was doing? Yeah, he was hiding out in Puerto Rico. He says, uh, oh my goodness, by the way, I, I'll save this quote for a second. He also says, I'm proud of our history. I don't want to teach kids to hate our country. I don't want to teach kids to hate each other. And the way to stop discrimination on the base of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. Pretty common sense, if you ask me. Pretty simple. He also says, we're better when everyone counts. Charlie Crist opposes Florida's 15-week abortion ban, even though the baby is fully formed and has a heartbeat and could feel pain and can suck their thumb. Well, this Democratic Party, you know, they want to run on the topic of January 6th and abortion. I don't think that that's a winning message, especially when a lot of the Democrats support abortion right up until the moment of birth. At what point do we consider that murder? What point do we consider that infanticide? Uh, he says as well, I saw, the, the, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, he has, he, when he talks, I mean, he has such a, a strong demeanor and tone about him because he is so assured and confident in his policies. He says this, I signed legislation raising the penalties for people who are trafficking fentanyl. If you're trafficking that garbage, that poison, you are killing people in our state and we are going to treat you like the murderer that you are. And then I think Ron DeSantis' best line of the night. He said, and Charlie Chris is trying to get him to talk about if he's running for president in 2024. And he says, listen, I know that Charlie's interested in talking about 2024 and Joe Biden, but I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Crist. Oh my goodness, great. I mean, it was just like, it wasn't even close. That's, Ron DeSantis has become, if he runs in 2024, which I don't know if he's going to, um, I predicted a while ago that it'd be a um, Trump President uh, uh, DeSantis VP ticket. I'm not so sure if that's going to happen anymore. Um, I, I, I definitely think it's one of those two that will be uh, the presidential nominee from the Republican side. Uh, and, and, and you hear all the time, well, who do you want, Trump or DeSantis, Trump or DeSantis? To me, 
personally, I don't care which one it is. I'm a, I'll tell you what, this might surprise you. I'm a never Joe Unity Biden guy. I don't care if it's DeSantis or Trump. I think that there's a lot of good Republican candidates that are out there that would do a far better job than this disaster named Joe Unity Biden. Um, but that's for the Republicans to decide. Anyway, folks, we have 15 days left to go before one of the most consequential midterm elections of our lifetime. Do you want the Democratic Party more control? Do you want Republicans more freedom? 952, 952nd, excuse me, day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 818 days left for all of us to endure. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. It is never a bad day to be an American.